At the Commonwealth Policy Foundation, we try to approach the issues of life, marriage, religious liberty, and fiscal integrity from a biblical perspective that promotes thoughtfulness and kindness. We work with political leaders and concerned citizens from all across the state. To stay informed, visit CommonwealthMatters.org and sign up for our e-newsletter. The Commonwealth Policy Foundation is a nonprofit organization that only exists because of friends like you. Thanks for tuning in to the Commonwealth Matters. Welcome to the Commonwealth Policy Center. This is Richard Nelson here with Ron Hicks, and you're listening to the Commonwealth Matters. Well, thank you, Richard. It's always a, a great opportunity to be able to sit down and talk with you about um, uh, political issues, things that are going on in the life of our country, and looking at it from a biblical perspective. Absolutely, Ron. There's uh, Even though it's a week after the election, there's a lot in the Wait news. Minute, there was an election? There was an election. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, election last week. Now, there's a lot of people. The, the results haven't been finalized. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, several battlegrounds states are still counting votes right and there are charges of fraud mm-hmm. in and election irregularities mm-hmm. in several states Pennsylvania mm-hmm. is one Wisconsin is another what's uh, the big slogan that, 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 that we see circulating around stop the steal stop the steal so I was in Florida recently mm-hmm. and uh, we were actually at the beach uh, Clearwater Beach mm-hmm. and uh, we went out to the actually went out to eat somewhere and on the way to the restaurant we heard honking and yelling and they're at one of the major intersections. Uh-huh. There was a Stop the Steal rally. Mm-hmm, People mm-hmm. had the signs, and okay. it's a pro-Trump rally. Right now, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I want us to talk about this because there is uh, concern anytime there's an allegation of fraud right. or irregularities mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. miscounting of the votes. Sure, we should all be concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, uh, there's concern in that. Within our um, social media age, everybody's got a phone. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of false accusations Absolutely. against fraud. I've seen mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. And I want us to think through that because on one hand, we should insist and ensure that every election is fair. Oh, absolutely. That sure. all the votes are counted. Mm-hmm. That uh, if there's any allegation of wrongdoing, the authorities should investigate. Absolutely. And, and it doesn't matter what political party you're from. Mm-hmm. Republicans mm-hmm. should be for mm-hmm. free and fair elections. Mm-hmm. Democrats should be for free and fair elections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every vote that's cast that was legitimately cast, that should be counted. Absolutely. Every legal vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if there's fraud, uh, we need to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. We need to investigate. We need to make sure that dead people aren't voting because mm-hmm. that's happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the reason why this is so important, Ron, is because when there is fraud in an election, and if somebody gets into office due to fraud, it undermines the viability, oh, the believability of that government. Mm-hmm. If people think an election's stolen, then uh, people aren't going to really You're listen not to trust leaders. anything, right. Well, you won't and, trust them, but mm-hmm. you won't listen to them either. Well, and in fact, if if there is fraud and there's people who perpetrated that mm-hmm. fraud and they get away with it, they realize, okay, we can do this again and again and again. That's right. And before, yeah, before you know it, the entire uh, system is being undermined and, and uh, good gracious. That's, that's right. Now, one reason why there's so many allegations of fraud are because of the number of mail-in ballots. This is highly unusual. We've never had an election with this many mail-in ballots. Mm -hmm. Now, conservatives have argued for quite a while that mail-in voting opens itself up to fraud. Mm -hmm. And those on the left say, no, there's no fraud, (laughs) no -hmm. potential for fraud. It makes it easier to vote. And uh, I I really beg to differ 
when you have a greater length between the time the vote is cast mm-hmm. to the person counting right. the vote, it, l- l- more steps in that process mm-hmm. in a greater time, mm-hmm. well, just logically, Ron, it gives greater opportunity for fraud. Well, and I think we've seen uh, we, we've seen uh, and heard of reports, I think it was in Philadelphia, um, and this was an interesting thing, um, right after the election, I had heard that the... Um, uh, some judge had ordered a sweep of the postal uh, uh, of a post office in Philadelphia, and it said after two sweeps they had found sixteen hundred ballots. Why would they say two sweeps unless after one sweep they found ballots, and then after the second sweep they found ballots? How would you have not seen the ballots? So, so even the way that they're reporting it raises red flags, and yeah. and you know you say well sixteen hundred votes that's not that big of a deal unless you count several post offices in major cities and that sort of thing. So I appreciate what you're saying. Every legitimate claim ought to be investigated, but absolutely uh, baseless claims should be dismissed as that. And listen, if if your candidate won, congratulations. If your candidate lost, please don't just take frivolous stuff and forward it on social media. You and I were talking about that previous. If there's absolutely nothing to substantiate it, don't just make these wild speculations, pass them along and present them as facts That's right. if you have no Th- idea. Think about it this way, Ron. That's your credibility on the line. Sure. If you're passing stuff mm-hmm. that's questionable or if you don't know the source, mm-hmm. don't that people are going to – and if it's proven false, they're mm-hmm. going to look at you and say, well, that person's not very reliable. Right. They're not trustworthy. Right. So and just as, so as a matter of personal character, mm-hmm. be mindful of sure. the stuff you're passing on mm-hmm. or reposting on social media. Absolutely. Uh, and that's – look – by the way, we're going to make mistakes sometimes. Absolutely, we're I have been guilty of. I've put. I yeah yeah. Years ago, <laughs> I forwarded something that was not vetted. Uh-huh. I didn't look into it carefully, mm-hmm. and somebody brought it to my attention in a graceful mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. and I had to eat crow. I mm-hmm. <laughs> posted something in response and saying, "Hey, made a mistake. I didn't yeah. look into this first, yeah. and I owned up to that. Sure, but as sure. a rule, and that by the way, that caused me to be a little more careful. Yeah, and. Putting mm-hmm. other things out there, sure, sure, so, but it probably also added credibility when when you had to come along and say, "Hey, that wasn't entirely true," yeah. and and that sort of thing. And so I, I imagine you gain people's respect yeah. because that's a tough thing to do. Yeah. I, 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 you know, one of the things is if somebody has experienced themselves what they consider to be questionable activities, or mm-hmm. or or they think maybe fraud has been perpetrated against them, somebody voted in their place, or whatever. Very simple thing. You swear. Uh, an affidavit, you have it notarized, send it in. I mean, you put your name to it and say, this is what's happened, and then proper investigations be done. It's a very simple sort of a process right. to do. If you're not willing to do that, if you don't have firsthand knowledge, certainly don't share it. Right. But if you have firsthand knowledge, then take the necessary steps to allow that it's properly investigated. Yeah. And then That's whoever's good. won, you know, the, the scriptures tell us that we're supposed to pray for the leaders of our country. That's right. So whether it was your candidate won or not, it doesn't. It, you got to pray for them. So wait, not just the ones you voted for, but you no, pray for all of them. Every what, single, e- even the ones one from the other party. Absolutely right. And we're oh, supposed I... to love them. And you know, who wouldn't? I mean, whether the my candidate won or not, don't I want the president 
To be successful? Don't I want our nation to be well, successful? I mean, if he has policies well, uh, yeah, that you think I'm would sorry. hurt the country. I'm sorry, yes. I'm saying right? successful in that the, it advances the country in accordance with biblical values. So okay. thank you for that clarification. Sure. Not sure. just successful in pushing radical agenda through, right. but to right. help to make this, the country secure and, and, and freedom secure yeah. and those sort of things. I so think thank we, you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should want the well-being of uh, others. That, that's, Even those that's a better our way of opponents, mm-hmm. our enemies, mm-hmm. we should wish them well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as so long as it's in line with um, God's principles, Absolutely. biblical principles. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so Ron, uh, is the stop the steal mm-hmm. uh, is going on. Investigations are underway in several of the swing states. And as Christians, uh, we should want the truth to come out. We yeah. should want the investigations to find and uproot, uh, you know, uh, uncover any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. But in the end, when the votes are counted, when the investigations are done. We need to realize that the ones who uh, won the election, in this case, it's really the presidential race. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we should pray for that person absolutely, uh, and and uh, wish them well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as, if they won, then they won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and if you don't like the way the election turned out, then do your best next time to be able to share with your family and friends and get out and, and act, actively participate in changing the That's process. Right. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson here with Ron Hicks. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. Growing up as a child, who did you turn to whenever you had a crisis? Who was your source of strength? Who held you in the darkest situations and became your beacon of light? Most of us will recall the love of our parents, our grandparents, our family. But the harsh reality today is that there are many who face the dark places of life totally alone. Since 1869, the mission and the ministry of Sunrise Children's Services has been to help children in crisis. That need grows every day in Kentucky. Everyone with a passion for children can join us in giving hope to children in need. To learn more, just visit sunrise.org or call 1-800-456-1386. Matthew 25:40 tells us, the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you did for me. Now's the time to be a child's source of strength. Come help us at Sunrise Children's Services. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson here with Ron Hicks, and we are doing an election debrief. Mm-hmm. And Ron, just before the break, we were talking about uh, investigations into the ballots cast in many of the swing states. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're encouraging uh, people to uh, m- make sure that they validate any, uh, b- just be cautious before sure. they forward anything mm-hmm. that's questionable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, you know, the, there are a number of fraud allegations but uh, let's let the investigations uh, take their course and see where they lead. Let me ask you: Did you mm-hmm. did you participate in the early voting? I did. Okay, so yeah, you did about not a week vote. before because okay. I didn't want to go to the mm-hmm. uh, polling place and wait mm-hmm. in line. You know, the, how was that experience for you? I mean, it was completely different than than. Uh, have you ever voted absentee ballot before, or did you have I, to? I have do? not. This, okay. So w- other than the primary, I okay, did vote right. by mail in the primary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was you know I wasn't a hundred percent certain if that mm-hmm. was the best thing to mm-hmm. do. Sure. Largely because the Secretary of State uh, mentioned at one of our trainings that 
Uh, is somewhere between three to five percent of the mail, U.S. mail in any given year. Yeah, forget about elections. Just yeah, just it, in they the lose it. <laughs> it, and you know, some of it gets caught in the machinery. Right. Some mm-hmm. of it's dropped. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows what happened? Mm-hmm. So I thought I heard that, and I thought I'm going to vote in person. Right. So I did vote in person about a week before the actual election date, mm-hmm. and uh, it was fairly quick. Uh, mm-hmm. I voted in Trigg County. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. maybe a five minute wait. The mm-hmm. only difference was the location was different. The people that I'm used to seeing every election mm-hmm. weren't there. Right, right. And, uh, you kind of get into a little bit of a routine, don't you? My wife had surgery on election day, so <laughs> she ended up, uh, she sent in for a ballot. Um, and uh, so when I went to vote, she was just going to carry the ballot with her and drop it in a little drop box at the sheriff's department in the, in the county where we're recording this. Um, and she said, well, hey, I'm here. Can I just go ahead and vote in the machine? And the election official said, no, uh, you got the, you received the ballot, so you have to vote that way. And uh, and she said, well, you know, I'm a little skeptical, uh, you know, just just because it was so different. Mm-hmm. And and the, the gentleman said, well, don't worry. The same person picks up the ballots at the same time every single day. Mm-hmm. And after he left, she said, is, was that supposed to be reassuring? Because if this, what if that one person's corrupt? You know, not that they were. So we kind of we kind of joked yeah. about that. Uh, but she's expecting an email from the government saying that she received her the the government received her mail in ballot, which she hadn't gotten yet. Uh, but they're supposed to verify that and say, yeah, we got the we we got we received your mail in ballot and and those sort of things. So completely different. The the other side of that coin for the risk of of fraud, even though it increased because of the number of people handling it. Um, uh, hands down, the greatest. Uh, the, I think uh, President-elect Biden received the greatest number of votes cast for president yeah. in the history right. of America. About seventy-five million mm-hmm. went to Joe mm-hmm. Biden. Mm-hmm. About seventy million went mm-hmm. to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Still, at the point uh, right now, we don't uh, know who the winner is. Right. There has not been a called winner, other than mm-hmm. by the uh, news well, media. Who calls outlets. it? Well, it's actually the electors, state electors, when they come After together in December, program, hmm? sometime in de- December the 13th, I want to say, sometime mm-hmm. in December, mm-hmm. they actually officially cast their ballots. When they, uh, the representatives from the Electoral College go and they actually, mm-hmm. and every state is different, whether they're bound for that. It's, it's right. in, so the it's, Secretary of State needs to certify an election. That's mm-hmm, the first mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And once they're, it's certified, then the electors to the Electoral College mm-hmm, from that state, mm-hmm. they gather together and they meet to cast their ballots. Right. So there's a process mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. And that process still another is vote not, that has to take place. Yeah. And, yeah. and these investigations could go past the time when the electoral mm-hmm. uh, college representatives mm-hmm. are supposed to vote. So stay tuned right. and be in prayer sure. as well. Ron, I'd like to pivot over to sure, yeah. mm-hmm. kind of debriefing what happened in this last That's election. A good word. I like the word debrief. It, it makes you sound like really important. I like right? the word debrief and I like the word sausage. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't know if they go together, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. but <laughs> it's kind of random. Anyway. <laughs> well, so – uh, in this debrief that we're going to do, uh, mm-hmm. one of the big th- uh, things that we need to discuss is that prior to the election, poll after poll after poll said it was going to be a blue wave. <laughs> they said it was going to be a Biden landslide. Right, I'm they said that mm-hmm. the uh, Democrats are going to pick up 12 to 30 seats mm-hmm. in the in Congress. Well, in this year, Sh- they got it right. They, they were assuring everybody, we learned from all of our mistakes last time. We've got it right this time. No. Did they? Yeah, no. no <laughs> they didn't. They were even they worse than last uh, time. Were Democrats were supposed to take mm-hmm. the Senate or had uh-huh. a very good chance of taking the Senate. That didn't mm-hmm. happen. No, not at all. As bit. of this recording, mm-hmm. uh, Republicans picked up at least a half dozen seats mm-hmm. in Congress, mm-hmm. probably picked up more because there are several that are still mm-hmm. down to the wire. They're still counting votes. 
Uh, but they may have picked up uh, in the Senate ten- right now, as we're recording. Uh, the Senate is is fifty Republicans, forty eight Democrats. Two two seats are still going to be a runoff election right. in Georgia. So okay, so it'll either be tied fifty to fifty, or it'll be fifty two to forty eight Republican versus Democrat. So yep. still kind of right. okay. It's, mm-hmm. So that's up in the air. Georgia mm-hmm. is expected to the the Republican candidates have a have the edge in Georgia. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That runoff right, right. is not going to take place until. Uh, uh, later this and, year, uh, yeah, December, De- like December sixteenth, sometime something? in mm-hmm. December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are two candidates, which is unusual for mm-hmm. uh, the Senate because they are elect their their elections are staggered. But there was right. an open seat, and it just happens that they both uh, are on the ballot mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. next month. So stay tuned with that. Mm-hmm. Here's what I want to get into: Why did Democrats lose for the most part uh, across the country? When you look at the majority of the states, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't this blue wave. Right, uh, Democrats lost seat in Congress. Mm-hmm. They lost uh, a governorship, was picked up by Republicans. Republicans picked up a state legislature. Mm -hmm. They actually did pretty well. And uh, my contention is that Democrats, at least the the mainline influential part of the Democratic Party, has plays into identity politics. Oh, very much so. And when I'm saying identity politics, I'm talking about catering to a group based on their skin color Mm -hmm. or their gender or a certain group, and it's catering to that group, saying, we're going to do this for you or that too. And it's also based on a grievance. A lot of it's saying, well, because you're you're a Native American, you've got Native mm-hmm. American blood, mm-hmm. but because of your ancestry, Ron Hicks, mm-hmm. we're going to give you special provisions, a special to policy. To try to compensate for the uh, right. ag- egregious acts that have been perpetrated against your people. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for women, well, you've been discriminated against mm-hmm. for so many years, mm-hmm. so we're going to do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Instead of on the on the other side where you have uh, equality before the law, here we have the law and you're all going to be treated under the law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of that, you have this uh, grievance peddling. Mm-hmm. You have this, we're going to give special protections or special provisions for certain groups. The other thing is this, and this is what I think Republicans offered. Not just did they not have identity politics and grievance peddling, right? but they looked at the things that truly do bind us together as mm-hmm. Americans. Mm-hmm. Equality before the law, mm-hmm. uh, the protection of private op- mm-hmm. uh, proper- property, mm-hmm. the e- uh, e- opportunities. Freedom mm-hmm. to Life, pursue liberty, your God. Pers- right. yeah, mm-hmm. Freedom to pursue your God-given mm-hmm. calling. Mm-hmm. Freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Um, order in our public streets. Mm-hmm. Safety. So mm-hmm. that means you know supporting the police instead of right. going and defunding the police, <laughs> which is the craziest uh, thing I've ever heard. And that was a big mm-hmm. issue. By no, the of course, way, it was, that really yeah. hurt uh, Democrats. Well, not only do they, there's also, in my opinion, my term, race shaming. Remember yeah. what President-elect Biden said yeah. to a group of African Americans. If you don't, if oh, you yeah. vote for Trump, you're not black. Yeah. Well, you remember what our attorney general said in response to that. Daniel Cameron said, <laughs> yeah. look, I'm not voting for Trump, but uh, it doesn't make me anything right. any less right. a black person. Right. He said, I am voting for Trump. Did he not say, I, I, I am voting for Trump, yeah, and yeah, it doesn't make me any less yeah, yeah, a, yeah, Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So when you have somebody who, who, I mean, you're talking about the using the race to be able to, and on one hand they're saying, oh, you know, the, the tremendous division, there's division, there's division, there's division. But every time you turn around, the thing that they use to be able to divide people 
is economic race and all the rest of that. These people don't like you simply because of your color, your skin, and all the rest of that. Race baiting is a very, very dangerous thing, and and I think we see that often in politics on both sides of the aisle. But but in in this, you know, yeah. Well, and that's a very good point. Uh, We saw President Trump actually did very well among Hispanic Mm -hmm. voters and young black men. Mm -hmm. He received more of those votes than any other previous Mm -hmm. Republican president. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's because he focused on opportunity. Mm -hmm. He focused on, uh, you know, where's the other party gotten you? And I think one of the best things that any politician can do, regardless of what level of office they're running for is to look at the things that bind us together as Americans. What are the things that we treasure together, regardless of your political party, Mm -hmm. regardless Mm -hmm. of your skin color? It is this life, liberty, and the pursuit, equal opportunity before the law. It's the rule of law. It's um, being able to preserve your wealth and pass it on to your children, your grandchildren, bless your communities. Mm -hmm. It's not socialism, which is Mm -hmm. what many of the National Democrats ran on the identity politics that we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, quite frankly, immoral policies. Oh, uh, bad. You know, yeah. pro, pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. Redefining uh, marriage. Pro-LGBT, uh, mm-hmm. uh, these kind of things. So, Ron, you see a distinction between the parties, and I think for the most part, middle America, the majority of states, embraced uh, American ideals, and uh, we will see what happens in two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see if, they, if the trend continues. So, With that said, if you're just joining us, you're listening to The Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, Richard Nelson here with the Commonwealth Policy Center. It's clear that the news media isn't always fair. In fact, there's lots of far-left bias and political gamesmanship. No surprise there. So if you're looking for a perspective that's grounded in the truth of Scripture and our nation's founding principles, then get plugged into CPC's resources. Sign up for our e-newsletter at commonwealthpolicycenter.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at Commonwealth Policy Center. And we're on Twitter at CPC for Kentucky. Welcome back to the Commonwealth Matters. I'm Richard Nelson here with Ron Hicks, and we are debriefing the election. Mm-hmm. Ron, and I want to, uh, in the previous segment, we talked about the differences between the political parties. Mm-hmm. We talked about where Americans are voting, at least in the majority of the country. Right. You get away from the Northeast and you get away from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I believe that most Americans are still very conservative. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that we believe in God. I think that we believe in moral boundaries. Right. I believe. I think that we believe in limited government mm-hmm. so that individuals can use their freedom to pursue whatever God has placed sure. before them, religious freedom. Mm-hmm. That was a big issue on the ballot this Huge. year. Huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and uh, <clears throat> e- even during the whole COVID here in in, uh, in Kentucky, the, um, the, the idea that we had elected officials, many people thinking, overstepping their bounds and trying to say – uh, to to uh, congregations, this is what you can and cannot do in your worship service. That's right. And and uh, you know, I, I had a discussion with a family member, uh, and it seems like if if I have a political point of view, um, if I say I think uh, abortion is wrong, mm-hmm. I think if I say I think that uh, marriage ought to be between a man and a woman, and I just simply state those things mm-hmm. as, as that's that's my feeling, then that's that's a valid thought. The second that I mention that it's based on my religious point of view, the second that I mention the scriptures, oh, yeah. wait, I'm, I'm immediately discounted. Oh, separation of church and state, you can't legislate morality. So as long as I don't say to you where I get my moral uh, uh, boundaries from, where what I use as my plumb bomb, as long as I just say, well, this is what I believe, 
then that's valid. The second that I mention Scripture, the, the spirituality, a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, I'm immediately discounted. And I'm called intolerant. Why is that? <laughs> Why do you think that is? Well, because the Bible says that the, that the, you know, the, the gospel is an offense. Mm-hmm. The cross is an offense to those who don't believe. Mm-hmm. Spiritual things to non-spiritual people is foolishness. Okay. And so uh, the, the whole thing, I mean, you can talk to somebody about Jesus. You've experienced this. Mm-hmm. I, I know. Um, we've been friends for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. You mention the name of Jesus, it literally changes the countenance on people's faces. Yeah. People who are non-believers, yeah. you can see veins stick out, uh, uh, blood pressure goes up, uh, aggression comes out, and, and there's no other no other name under heaven by which man may be saved, the scriptures say, but there's no other name that invokes the emotion that in, in, uh, that, that the name of Jesus does. There's, Don't you think that's because we're on the throne before you come to faith in Christ? It's oh, because absolutely. we want to be God of our own lives. Yeah. We don't want to have other people tell us sure. what to do, or we don't want a God interfering. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I'll add something <laughs> else, though, too, too. And one of my observations lately during this mm-hmm. political season is I have seen a lot of charlatans in the church. I've seen it after the election. I'm seeing foolishness. I'm seeing unchristian behavior, cr- significant Christian leaders mm-hmm. that are acting unchristianly. Well, now, that say, leaves, that, that's inconsistent with the faith, absolutely. and that's going to turn people off. Look, mm-hmm. it turns me off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I can remember, um, I won't mention his name, but there, there was a, a famous talk show, female talk show host that came out. Uh, at the time, she was not a talk show host, but she came out, uh, primetime television show, she came out as being homosexual. There was a, a pastor who's in heaven now. But he he changed her last name and 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 uh, well he called her a degenerate. Yeah. Um, yeah. How that. in the, how is that? How is that uh, looking at somebody and having compassion on them? That's and, right. and, you know, how, yeah. I don't understand those sort of things. I don't and so that's what society hears from many Christians. They don't know what we stand for, but they certainly know what we stand against. Yeah. And um, that's not attractive, is no, it? When you're just opposed, not. pointing fingers, no, calling names, no. just knowing what you're opposed to. So, Ron, those are, those are good points. We've got just a few minutes mm-hmm. here uh, in this, and I want to bring right. up something, quite frankly, I'd rather not talk about. Okay. Um, but there are some oh, things when they threaten, when they threaten civility, when they threaten public mm-hmm, safety, especially mm-hmm. of children, um, when there's a real issue going on, then I think it's a civic duty. It's yeah. our as citizens who are who care about our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to talk about it. So there was a bill introduced in Congress recently called, of all things, the Creeper the Act. Sign- the, cre- oh. the Creeper Act. So oh. apparently, so. These sex bots, these well, are sex on. dolls. If there's yeah. young ears listening, yeah, you may yeah. want to just yeah. divert attention away because it, it won't be inappropriate, but just the topic itself is just yeah. insane. Thanks for, thanks yeah. for that, mm-hmm. that warning. So, um, Ron, creeper, that warning creeper, is the, the Creeper Act, mm-hmm. these are where there are childlike sex dolls that are on the market. They're produced uh, around the world, and pedophiles use them for sexual gratification. And this is, I read into this, there's a really good story at The Federalist that talks about this, but one of the concerns is that it would um, uh, make pedophilia more acceptable, more likely for people who have those predispositions. And uh, the person who sponsored it, Congressman Vern Buchanan from Florida, introduced this bill. And um, this is what uh, the, the National Center for Sexual Exploitation Director, Pat Truman, said. We support the banning of these vile products in the United States, and they applaud uh, Rep- uh, Representative Buchanan for tackling this important issue. 
It is an issue. Mm. They are produced. People are buying these in this country. And uh, what it does is it just um, removes that uh, the stigma, that barrier between adult child sex. It makes pedof- it kind of, in a sense normalizes, or it's oh. the path to normalizing pedophilia. And Ron, I I I hate to even talk about this, but this is one of those things that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things we should be concerned about because anything that would lead to pedophilia or destigmatize or uh, open the door to that, we should be concerned about. And and our listeners might be thinking to themselves, what does that have to do with the election, the debriefing, and all the rest yeah. of that? Our elected officials, this this representative has said this is something that has to be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. The people in, in leadership decide what's appropriate and not appropriate according to the electorate. And so we have to be able to say we want people who are going to say right. that this is what right is and this is what wrong is, and we That's cannot right. compromise on That's these right. issues. That's right. No, good, so. good point. Good yeah. point. Be in prayer for oh uh, Representative so Buchanan. Be so in prayer troubling. for our nation and mm-hmm. those people who would even want to get these uh, sex bots, these sex childlike right. sex dolls. Right. Um, Ron, we are out of time. Good program. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank God you, listeners. You. And listen, those people that have that proclivity, pray that the Holy Spirit of God would touch their hearts and bring freedom. Yeah. Good final word. God bless.